This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So I don't know the demographic that they're going for, but maybe they'll promote on Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime tonight. We've got the Bucks and the Bills squaring off. Uh, Bills nine-point favorites here, a total of 43 points. So this total has risen from 42 uh, I personally don't think I would hit the over here. I, I think uh, primetime unders have really been the play. Would not be shocked if Tampa Bay does not hold up their end of the bargain when it comes to offense. But what was your initial read when you saw this game? It is a big number for a Bills team that's been very untrustworthy. Yeah, that's the key. And, and a Josh Allen that has been very untrustworthy, right? Like, that's the key. As Josh Allen goes, the Buffalo Bills go. And he's had, even within games, he's gone from looking like Josh Allen of old to prime peak Josh Allen back and forth. And we don't know what we're going to get. And it was too little too late last week. And I just, I wonder what we're going to get from him, um, especially on a short week. I don't know if that favors them or not. You point out it doesn't necessarily favor the offense, isn't it? all the time in these primetime games, especially on short weeks. I think Tampa, mm-hmm. Vita Vea is a game-time decision. We've seen Josh Allen do well against blitzes, but not against standard pressure. So if Tampa Bay, if, if Vea is healthy, if they're able to generate natural pressure on Allen, I think it leads to some turnovers, and we get, again, Josh Allen of old, unfortunately, for Bills fans. I think it'll be interesting to see this Tampa dial up a blitz or two here and there, though, and does Allen take advantage of it? Um, the other side of the ball is what what kind of Baker Mayfield do we get, right? Because Baker Mayfield, first quarter Baker Mayfield last week, that's like, again, peak, pinnacle Baker Mayfield. And then you get Baker in the fourth quarter who is handling the football like his hands are coated in butter, which sounds oddly delicious at this time of morning to have anything <laughs> coated in butter. But it's not optimal for your quarterback when he's handling the football. So I think it does come down to the quarterbacks. Who's more responsible with the football? I don't think either team, though, can afford to game plan responsibility into the offense. They've got to try and score points. And so I'm I'm curious to see which quarterback steps up and which one just makes less mistakes again on a short week. Well, and it's not just Josh Allen either. It's this Bill's defense. Like, who would have expected this Bills defense to give up 29 points to the Patriots? One of the worst offenses in the league. And I know that they shifted some things on the offensive line before that game. Maybe that was the difference, but still, it's been a Bills defense. It's been kind of hard to trust as well. Uh, But as far as betting goes, I think where we start in this one is if you are laying nine points with any team, you've got to feel completely comfortable backing that team. And I just don't think this is a situation for that because normally just when there's a nine point line, normally it's a stay away from me. I think, you know, maybe 2% of the time I'll actually lay this type of a big number and it has to be in a very specific situation. Like the one I can think of was like the Niners when they played the Giants earlier in the season, I think it was the Niners. Like you look at that discrepancy and you say, okay, this team deserves to be a double digit favorite. But when you look at this game, do you really see this nine-point spread and say, okay, the Bills are a team I can trust with the nine-point spread? Strictly from a betting perspective, the answer is no from me. Yeah, no, nine's way too much here. Um, And and maybe, look, maybe the Bills figure something out. Like I said, I keep referencing the short week because I think it's hugely important 
to Thursday night games and how you get a read on them. It, it, they, there's not a lot of time for adjustments. There just isn't. You go from one game li- literally right into the next. So while your coaching staff may have spent the latter parts of last week starting to try and prepare for a Thursday night game, for the most part, you were still focused on New England. In, in Tampa's case, it, you, you weren't focused. You were focused on the Falcons. You weren't thinking about Buffalo. So you wake up on Monday morning, and all of a sudden, you've you've got to. It's very hard to develop a whole new game plan, which is why I think we'll see similar performances from each team to what we saw last week. And you're absolutely right. At no point, really, other than the, the couple of bounce back games they had in late September, have the Buffalo Bills looked like a team that's going to cover nine points, even at home against Tampa. So, no, I wouldn't go anywhere near that spread tonight. I wouldn't either. And I think people's next thought would be, okay, if you don't like the Bills laying nine, are you taking the Bucks, getting the nine points? Uh, I still think the answer would be no. In betting, just because you don't like a side doesn't mean you automatically flip to the other one. It just means it's a no play. It's a no play for me on the spread because also look at the Bucks last week. Desmond Ritter had two god-awful uh, giveaways, you know, that really put his team um, under the gun, but yet they still won that game. I think that says a lot about the pedestrianness of this Bucks offense. So, like, I don't want to take a, a gander at the Bucks getting nine points either here. It's just going to be a no play for me on the spread. But let's take a look at some things that maybe we are playing because I know I'm looking at some things in the props world, uh, aka one thing. I don't even think a total is something that I want to play here because usually, like I said, I lean towards the primetime unders, but this is a pretty low number, and the Bills' defense just gave up 29 points to the New England Patriots. Uh, Do you have a feeling on a total here, or is there something else you think is actually worth playing? Well, the total is tough for me. Like, I see that it's risen another point overnight, so we're at 43 now. Uh, when it was at 42 uh, the the past few days and really since it opened. And I see Mike Evans and Chris Godwin doing what they've done. And like I said, first quarter Baker Mayfield looked really good last week against Atlanta, but then you have to remember fourth quarter Baker Mayfield. And then I wonder what kind of effect it has on the Buffalo offense that Tampa has been tough to run against. Buffalo's offense has really looked at its best when it has gone out of its way to include a running game. There's no Dawson Knox this week. So, Mm-hmm. That takes away some of the check down potential in the offense. Uh, although I, I think Allen should feel comfortable with Dalton Kincaid getting more run in this offense. Uh, you know, it, it, I end up coming back to, I think it's a no play on the total too. That, that's not a great answer. So as I sit here and search for things to play, I mentioned Dawson Knox being out of this one. Stefan Diggs receiving prop is at six and a half catches. I think Stephon Diggs is the go-to guy tonight. He's always the go-to guy for Josh Allen. But I think even in moments of panic, where, like I said, if Tampa's able to get pressure on Josh Allen, it's going to be a big night for Stephon Diggs. I think we're talking like seven, eight, nine catches even. Uh, and I think everything funnels through him. So Diggs, 100-plus yards is plus 140. Six and a half is the, the receptions prop right now. I would take the over on anything Stephon Diggs-related tonight. Usually I would never talk somebody off a number one receiver in primetime. I feel but I think for me, you're looking at a lower number. All right, I'm back. Uh, I was listening there. 
somebody did not want me playing this play on Dalton Kincaid. So, you know, the forces that be, maybe they're trying to tell me, Chelsea, do not play this play. Do not give out this handicap. But I'm looking at the tight end for the Buffalo Bills here. Like you said, Dawson Knox is out, and the Bills usually like running those two tight end sets. So you look towards the tight end that's been there. And also when Dalton Kincaid gets the targets that should be going around now that Dawson Knox is out of the lineup, uh, Kincaid delivers, coming off a season-high eight targets last game, resulting in a season-high 75 receiving yards. So the line this week is 37.5. It might have already crept up to 38.5, but still, you're playing a number here. And I think that's where I kind of subvert myself away from receivers that have really high numbers, like Stephon Diggs' mm-hmm. number 80-something. It's a really high number. But for Kincaid, the threshold is a lot smaller. So uh, you look at this Bucks defense, they've been pretty good against tight ends. But last week against the Falcons, uh, Kyle Pitts, tight end for, um, yeah, the Falcons, just hit this number against the Bucks last week. So when you look at a low number, for somebody who has a pretty high upside and should be getting more targets, I think I'm going to rely on Dalton Kincaid here. You know, that's a pretty good call. Kincaid's three and a half is the is the receptions prop over. It's kind of juiced at minus 160, obviously, because of the Dawson Knox injury. Um, Gabe Davis is another one to keep an eye on. Receptions prop is only two and a half over. Again, is heavily juiced at minus 155. But it, the ball could be spread around by Josh Allen tonight. It might not be the answer of going heavy on Stephon Diggs. I just like the idea of Diggs against the Tampa defense. I like the idea of Allen going back to what he knows works. And especially, like I said, Tampa likes to blitz. We'll see if they decide to blitz or decide to try standard pressure. If we're talking about Josh Allen reading a blitz, whether it's just at the snap or just after the snap and trying to decide where to go with the ball. And I'm looking for a hot read. I'm going to the guy that I trust the most. With Dawson Knox out, the guy that he trusts the most probably defaults to Stephon Diggs, I would think. So that's why I'm going to stick by my Stephon Diggs, but I definitely understand the logic of, hey, Kincaid, lower receptions prop, Gabe Davis, lower receptions prop, lower yardage props. And so if that's what you're thinking is, hey, the ball might get spread out to more targets tonight for the Bills, then those definitely make sense. Well, here's the thing. They can all hit. Like, we can all be winners here. Uh, because I do think the bottom line is you can't run very well against the Bucks defense. Their run yeah. defense is really good. And also, the Bills don't really like running the football anyway. So you look at the Bucks; They're giving up, uh, I think, the six most passing yards to opposing quarterbacks. Maybe you look at Josh Allen's passing prop, too. And all these guys can eat. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.